Welcome to another episode of Clinical Populations. Before we get started, I just wanted to give a shout out to Brian, Justin, and Marissa for being our Patreon supporters. If you would like to support us as well, you can go to patreon.com slash clinicalpopulations. Clinical. 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 Population. Population. Clinical. Population. Population. Clinical. Population. Hello, everybody. My name is Gabby. I'm Allison. And welcome to Clinical Populations. Introducing music therapists to new bops and new bops to music therapy. And today we have a guest music therapist. We have Marianella DeVries. Hello. Hello. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. Thanks. Cool. Well, we're really excited to have you on. Um, and so, and talk about um, some music from your native country of Costa Rica. Um, but before we do that, I was wondering if you could maybe tell us a little bit about um, your background, um, how you got into music, how you got into music therapy, and your just overall journey. Yeah, yeah, of course. So, um, well, I started to study music um, in Costa Rica when I was about seven years old and, and I started in the Music Institute of Costa Rica. Um, I started playing trumpet. I'm a trumpet player. And then um, um, as I got into into music more, I started looking into coming to the United States uh, to study, to continue my, my studies. And I finished my high school in Interlochen Arts Academy, and that's in Traverse City, Michigan. And um, I, so I finished high school there, and I got my trumpet performance uh, degree after at Leonard University in Boca Raton, Florida. And, um, and that had, that was my plan along. Um, I wanted to do uh, my trumpet performance degree first, and then... Um, I went to Texas Women's University Yay. to do my, <laughs> to do my uh, master's equivalency. So um, I had that idea of doing first my trumpet degree because I had been playing pr- trumpet for a long time. I love trumpet. I still play trumpet and uh, I love teaching. So, so I thought um, it was important for me to get um, that degree as well. And, but I, I always wanted to do music therapy since I was in Costa Rica. I started looking um, into different ways um, to involve music, into helping. Um, when I started looking, I knew nothing about music therapy, but um, I knew that I wanted to do something that had to do um, with um, music, helping people. Um, I thought about studying psychology, about studying counseling. Um, but I knew I needed also to, to come to the States to do that because uh, we don't have a music therapy program in Costa Rica. So um, that's a little bit of how I got I got to where I am today. Now I'm 
um, music therapist at uh, Harlan Hospice in Broward County in Florida. Um, and I work, um, I have been working with geriatrics mostly, and I have some private private clients, um, some adolescents and some um, kids as well. I didn't know that you had done performance first. Yes, yes. <laughs> and um, yeah, and actually, while I, that, that was kind of my plan alone, because also I knew that I wanted to go to Texas to do my uh, music therapy degree. I knew I could teach trumpet there. So so it was just a way to help me also pay my music therapy degree. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's, I I always love um, doing these with people that we already know because um, you get to learn so much more about them. Like, I don't know, I feel like in school you're all doing the same thing, so that's mostly what you talk about. And so it's always nice to learn new things about people you already know. That's right. Yeah. I feel like going from Costa Rica to Michigan is a very big change. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it was it was a huge change uh for absolutely everything like i was um like i lived um like always with my family like i knew some people from other countries but um it was when i got to interlochen so interlochen arts academies uh is a boarding school and there is mm. people from all around the world that comes there and when I got there, it was a huge change for me uh, from, like, having a roommate, uh, not speaking English, <laughs> and learning English that um, as I went, and um, just meeting people from all around the world. To me, that was incredible, like, the, the, all that diversity, um, mm. having to be very independent very disciplined because the the level of musicianship that that you gotta be that you gotta have to 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 learn and to um be part of this program is like i it's a lot of work like mm. i was there for two years for my junior and senior year and i can say like that's like the best place that like where I could have gone to to mm. meet people from all around the world, from like all different cultures, backgrounds, absolutely everything. So it was it's an that that is an amazing place for sure. Mm. Yeah, that's awesome. And like, just I'm sure it adds so much to like your experience and your musicianship and things. And um, I think it's fun to go to different places to learn mm-hmm. and you not only meet new people, but you like get different experiences from di- the different schools. And I think that's like part of the reason why I decided to go to a different school. Um, I don't know. I think like it adds to our skill set as music therapists because we are exposed to like other cultures and other people and other backgrounds. Um, mm-hmm. Did you experience that where, when you went to a bunch of different schools? Yeah, I think, well, from, from interlocking, um, yeah, it was all of it, uh, just the, um, the different cultures. Um, even within within the United States, you got all different cultures too. Like, um, there were a lot of um, 
Americans with also background from China, from Japan, from like all of these different places. Um, then, and actually, I went to Lin University after. And Lin University in Boca Raton, here in my in um, Florida, um, is one of the universities, and I'm pretty sure it's between the first five universities with the diversity as well of students um, in the country. So wow. here also I got to see in the in not only in the Conservatory of Music, but also uh, within the whole university, a lot of, of different cultures as well. And, and definitely that helped me now to whenever I work with different cultures, because that happens every day. Um, yeah, to to know like many maybe things that are um, that some cultures are more used to some things that are not um, that are okay with me, but that other cultures um, is not appropriate. Like all these different things that that we need to know, I think, to to be able to do our job um, mm -hmm. better. Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah, and that's kind of why we wanted to go this route for this season, or at least attempt to, mm -hmm. um, to just broaden the amount or the the, t the type of music um, mm -hmm. that we were bringing to the podcast, um, but also bring different perspectives. Yeah. Uh, so we're really glad to have you on and we're also really glad you were able to get this um, awesome song Suetico yeah by Carlos Guz Guzman am yeah. I pronouncing that right yeah I am the worst with names <laughs> um, <laughs> um, anyways uh, so we're gonna t before we continue the conversation we're going to listen to Suetico so enjoy Soy tico, porque llevo a Costa Rica en las entrañas Porque lloro cuando escucho una guitarra Cuando trema la marimba y con la puesta del sol Soy tico y si me asomo a la ventana Me cautiva la montaña y se me alegra el corazón Soy tico porque siento las canciones de mi tierra Porque vibro con la luna liberiana Caballito Nicoyano, la patriótica y pasión Soy tico y cuando miro la alborada El lamento del chigüirro me acelera la emoción Y cuando caen los fuertes aguaceros es como si yo fuera la semilla Me huele a tierra fértil el sendero Llenando de ilusión mi alma sencilla Soy tico porque cada vez que encuentro A un amigo forastero le demuestro mi calor Soy tico porque vivo enamorado y orgulloso de la tierra que ha inspirado mi canción 
Cuando caen las fuertes aguaceros Es como si yo fuera la semilla Me huele a tierra fértil el sendero Llenando de ilusión mi alma sencilla Soy tico porque una guardia morada Me engalana la mirada y me impresiona de verdad soy tico y si eso no te dice nada, yo te mostraré mi patria. Dame la oportunidad. So that was Sortico by Carlos Guzman. And Marinella, do you want to tell us um, about the song and maybe translate it a little bit for us? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So this song, uh, Sortico, means I'm Costa Rican. So mm-hmm. um, Tico is a, is a native uh, colloquial term that, that we use in Costa Rica to call people from Costa Rica. So... Uh, like when I see um, someone in the street and maybe they have like a shirt from Costa Rica or something, I will say, oh, are you Tico? Oh, cool. That's a a term that everybody uses. Everybody uses and that's how we um, recognize each other. That's how we, um, if you um, maybe... You got you go to Costa Rica and you're doing like things from, uh, like eating something or oh like and people would say oh you're you are like a tico you know okay so okay. it's all, everything cool. that characterizes us as Costa Rican that's cool and so this song that's like just from the title like it just says so much about who we are. Yeah, right. yeah, and uh, so the Philippines we have a we have a term as well. Even though I wasn't born there, um, for guys it's Pinoy, and for guys it's Pinay. Mm-hmm. And so, like, whenever you see someone that's like slang for saying that mm-hmm. you know you're from the Philippines. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, well, and Tico is Tico is everybody, but you if it's a girl, you would say Tika. Mm-hmm. Nice Tika, and Tico is for men, but. Um, yeah, so this song, the composer is um, Carlos Guzman, and he is uh, um, one probably one of the most renowned Costa Rican musicians um, and composers. He has done a lot of work um, with folk music and maintaining the, the Costa Rican folk music. Um, he um, is a composer, he's a guitarist, he has uh, a group that is called Gaviota, and he's the founder of the group, and that group has done a lot of um, uh, national and international tours. Um, so he he's a, also a, a great. Um, I think everybody um, from younger people to older people, like if you say Carlos Guzman, Soy Tico, like people would know what it is and mm. what song it is. And um, this so this song talks um, about everything that. I, Costa Rican is so like even like right from the beginning I'm gonna translate a couple things but it says um, like I'm Tico because I have Costa Rica inside of me because I 
cry when I hear the sound of, of the guitar or a marimba when it vibrates. Um, the marimba, the guitar is a very uh, popular instrument in Costa Rica and they are um, the instruments that you mostly use for folk music. And mm. uh, when you hear the song, there is a lot of guitar, a lot of marimba in the song. Yeah. 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 I love that the marimba is like the main melodic part mm. i because you i mean American music, you just don't hear those kinds of percussion uh mm. percussive instruments yes, yes. so that was what stood out to me the most about that yeah one. and the marimba is actually in costa rica is uh, an instrument that you hear for any kind of like um for independence day for um mm. whenever you have like a folk um party or like um like a work party like they will get like a marimba player oh cool (laughs) i love that um it really identifies you we identify a lot with with that sound with that um music so like says i cry when i hear the sound of the guitar um and and i can picture all of this so i love that as i read this like i can picture like someone playing the marine bike can picture like as as it goes on it says i'm captivated by the mountains Costa Rican has so many mountains like the the scenic um views wherever you go you see mountains uh the only bad thing is when you have to drive through them <laughs> but <laughs> yeah <laughs> and we don't have great, yeah, great driving through mountains either. Yeah, we don't have great yeah. drivers either, so it's oh man. But um, and it talks um about actually throughout the song, it also talks about different songs from Costa Rica. So it says in the um, it says I feel the songs about my country. Um, he says I'm moved by when when I hear Luna Liberiana, Caballito Nicolano, La Patriotica, Pasión. These are like very very important Costa Rican songs. Mm. Um, so he's also like bringing all of that into his all of those songs to this song. Um, um, we have rainy season and dry season. That's what we have. And and he talks about like when and we have very heavy um, rain sometimes. That's something that always happens, and we all know it mm. when it's coming and. Uh, so it, it talks like when heavy downpours falls, um, I can feel, I, I can smell the the land, the the fertile land. Um, something also that you that Costa Ricans um, are known for is their like their their charisma, their um, being so nice to people. Like when you meet and. I'm sure you guys can say that. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, you are very charismatic. <laughs> people like when you meet someone from Costa Rica or someone that went to Costa Rica. A lot of people is like, oh my god, and the people is so nice. And he says mm-hmm. here, like, I'm Tico because every time I meet a foreign friend, I show my warmth. Mm. So like, there is um so much like, and this song that that you can. Um, as a Costa Rican, like I feel like I, when I read it, I'm like, oh my god, I miss, I miss Costa Rica so much, and <laughs> nostalgic too because are all these things that I miss, all these things that I know that that I'm part of, and mm. um, it's a it's an amazing song to to remember also and and be proud of. 
of who we yeah. are. So. Yeah, it's a beautiful song and just the imagery. It, I mean, I've never been there, but I can visualize what it looks like or, you know, what it sounds like based on what he has described. And I love that he talks about, um, like, in here, in your translation, it mentions, like, the orchids mm. um, and and the robin. Like, I don't know. It just the simple things that each place has its own different things. You know, Texas has its own different thing. Wow. And um, I don't know. It You just kind of get a sense for what Costa Rica is like. Yes. Um, just on the, on the simple text. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Yes. Yes, I love this yeah. song. It's definitely um, one song, and and I think because of how it is, and and everything that says, it's also a song that has been used a lot um, in Costa Rica for all ty- all kinds of um, uh, promotions. Like I know I have seen this song in um, commercials in uh, different um, different organizations use it as a like for publicity of Costa Rica and um, the um, my actually I think it was my dad who was telling me um, last week was Costa Rican's Independence Day on the 15th and he went to an activity at the um, um, Costa Rican consulate and they were playing this song so like all, this, oh, uh, all of those things like it just says a lot about Costa Rica and, and he's um it's very popular. It's a very popular song, and and that that I think everybody knows it. But. I'm curious, like what other mm-hmm. what other types of music did you listen to um, growing up? Um, like, do what kind of pop music is it? Mostly folk based, or um, like what other types of music um, would you hear in Costa Rica, or like other artists? Yeah, so I grew up. Um, while growing up, I think I, I listened to a lot of pop music from other countries. Um, mm. Costa Rican folk music, um, mostly I think is you it, like it hasn't it has been maintained I think, and a lot of people now is trying to to bring it back because um, okay. I don't think like I can't say that I grew up listening to. Costa Rican music, unfortunately. I wish I could. But um, I listen to a lot of pop music from in, in English and Spanish uh, uh, from um, Latin American singers. Um, we, my, fam- my parents, for example, they did grow up with some um, Costa Rican music. There is, um, like, going back to, like, the 70s or 80s, um, there were some groups that um, played Costa Rican music or that used more of the, the folk the folk um, music from Costa Rica and um, but also we did grow, I did grow up with a lot of like listen to a lot of salsa, a lot of merengue and that's all the Latin American mm-hmm. influence. Um, cumbia. Um, there is um, there are a few types of music. Um, there is the chiki chiki is one of them, but that was from like the seventies. <laughs> what is that? And it's like so that's, that's a combination. 
It's a combination of like merengue and cumbia. Huh. And, and and there were some groups. And one is a few groups. Um, I think that most popular um, that I know, like my parents still listen to and, and they grew up like going to dances and, and listening to them. Um, there's one that I call, it's called um, Los Ixos. Um, there is another one that is called Jaque Mate, um, La Pandilla also. Um, and these are um, very up, it's very upbeat, upbeat music, um, music to dance. Um, mm. They have the lyrics, have a lot of Costa Rican uh, slangs, different uh, Costa Rican terms. Um, so this is like the... Um, what could it be? Like the Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin of Costa Rica. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Good comparison. Yeah. Very popular groups there. And that's mm. still people listen to. Yeah. We'll have to uh, put some links in the show notes for these groups that you're talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you can research them a little more. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And if you have any like recommendations of specific songs or anything, if, if you can think of some. Um, it'd be fun to link those too, so people can listen. Yeah, to them. there are there are yeah. a lot. I have um, a few references, so so I'll I'll pass them along oh, too. Um, there are newer groups. There is one group that is called Mal, Mal País that has a lot of great mm. great um, um, more contemporary folk Costa Rican music. Um, there are others that do a lot of salsa, a lot of merengue. So there is there is a good. Um, and every day I see more and more groups trying to to bring that back, which I think is great. Mm. Yeah, keep that culture alive and expose it to the newer generations. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's so important to share that, especially because it seems like it's such a huge part of um, your culture, like being so proud of that music. Um, I feel like it needs to be shared. Yes, <laughs> and I think Costa- because Costa Rica is a really small country. Costa Rica is a very small mm-hmm. country, and we have a lot of influence from larger countries, from um, from other Latin American countries, like music from Mexico, music from Cuba, Puerto Rico, like all the salsa, all the merengue, like all of that is what we, uh, whenever we have weddings and birthdays, and like that's what we dance to. And now yeah. there are some Costa Rican groups that um, that have worked really hard to to bring some Costa Rican music, um, which is, is great. And, but maintaining that, that, um, identity has been so important for a lot of groups. And and I have to say that Carlos Guzman is, is one of the ones that have worked really hard to, to maintain that. So. Mm. Um, you were mentioning dancing, to this music mm-hmm. um as soon as i started listening to it i was like oh man <laughs> like i just want to sway oh, huh. to like the triple meter <laughs> like <laughs> yeah yes. yeah yeah it like automatically it like automatically makes you want to dance yes and actually i forgot to say that but the, a lot of folk, costa rican folk folk music like the one mm-hmm. that he actually mentions in the song caballito nicoliano mm-hmm. uh, pasión all those songs um for like 
I think when I was in, in like probably middle school and elementary school, like we all danced to that music. We had we have Costa Rican um, customs, oh. um, and we have like a, um, a like a dance for um, for that we have for folk music, and um, there are I th- I'm pretty sure like this song has used has been used for that too and. Um, same thing. Cool. That week that there was the the Independence Day here in in Miami. There is the consulate of Costa Rica here in Miami, and I saw some um like folk dance groups that were that had like the costumes on and they were dancing <laughs> to all this music. So so there is a lot of that too. That is so neat. I love that he incorporated um like other voices in the um, chorus. And it just kind of reiterated that, like feeling proud of your country and like sharing, um, sharing in that pride with others. I just, I loved hearing other voices at those specific moments. Like he was very picky about where he placed other people's scenes. And the music like picked up and, um, you know, was more dance like when the, everybody started singing together. I thought that was really neat. Mm-hmm. Um, it adds so much to the, the texture of the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is like the, the main, the, the original version. There are actually a few other versions of it that he has worked mm-hmm. with other Costa Rican singers where like every, like a different person will sing a verse. Um and there, there are a bunch of different, like, really nice versions that have been used for specific um, uh, things. Um, mm-hmm. Where also, like, it has that flexibility too to adapt, and and um, he's really good with all of that, with with the every all the music that he has. Um, mm-hmm. It's like everything has a purpose. Everything um, says something. Yeah, the music and the countries. Yeah, it sounds. It's like he's really intentional mm-hmm. with how he's arranging everything, mm-hmm. and then also mm-hmm. when he's collaborating and rearranging it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, speaking of rearranging, I think it, it would be cool if I were working with a group to rearrange and recreate this piece. Um, with like with the marimba, mm-hmm. um, because even though, so I would say the marimba is not the most accessible instrument <laughs> to like bring into a session. Um, I think yeah. that for like for this song in specific, and that's something also that is used a lot in Latin music, like just adding some maracas, adding some drums. Uh-huh. You know, just on top of it, or trying to imitate the rhythms, um, mm-hmm. I, and and the music can be real pretty upbeat too at times, and um, that just a different um, variations that or different instruments you can use that still go with with the whole culture mm-hmm. that go like even if you want to te- you know for. Um, in an elementary school, or if you're teaching some kind of culture um, class or 
different showing different cultures to to anybody is just something where mm-hmm. you can in- integrate people yeah. with this song with different instruments um, or even um you know using it i think about like specifically with a costa rican client like there's a lot of imagery and different things in here but maybe like like you were saying earlier um, about reminiscence, like telling telling a story after listening to it or like filling in the blanks with different things that they like about the country um, or different things about like their family or, you know, it, the list could go on and on. But I think it would be neat to like personalize it too. Right. Um, or like, you know, if somebody is, you know, we're working with someone here in the States, like, have you, you know, added more aspects to your culture? What does that look like for you as a Costa Rican? Like, what can you put in here that makes you who you are? What is your identity? Since it's talking so much about identity. Um, and I think that would help someone, for instance, like if I were working with someone from Costa Rica and I, I'm not Costa Rican, like it would help me identify with what their culture is and their background. It'll help me learn more about them so that I, you know, can better treat them and better know about and them. I think this song, uh, you can, um, like a fill in the blank is perfect for this one because you can do like with someone f- with, from Costa Rica, like I'm Tico because blank, you know, yeah. it's like yeah. the perfect spot for you to know somebody, to, to know what they are like, what they um, identify with, uh, what they need maybe um, to what do you need to what areas maybe you need to work on with them you know in their their lives even with from mm-hmm. what they say you know so, yeah yeah and uh, bouncing off of that if you were working with like a group of people and um, one was you know Costa Rican but everyone else was from different cultures you could even rewrite it to like talk about all the different you know cultures that are represented represented yes. so yeah. it could be one like i like so digo and then blank but then if you're with someone from i don't know germany i'm german because yeah blank. oh yeah. that's a cool idea mm-hmm. too yeah because then you yeah. can you know make a song from all the mm-hmm. all the different cultures and make their mm-hmm. make it their own yeah that's really cool yeah yeah and this song is one that i would say you can use with any population you know from Mm -hmm. from children to adolescents um geriatrics adults everything yeah Um, another thing i was thinking was we were talking about the imagery of the song and how there's just so much in these lyrics mm -hmm. um drawing it out or creating some sort of collage yeah uh, yeah, that'd be cool. you, get, you can yeah. get a lot of uh, visual aids because you have all of these things like the Costa you can like have the Costa Rican flag, the the um, um, the robin, um, mountains, the beaches from Costa Rica, um, the orchids, like all these symbols, important symbols mm-hmm. um, that you can, yeah, that you can. Tr- draw that you can yeah put together mm-hmm. yeah i think making a collage would be so fun yeah. just finding a bunch of pictures and making it your own like with a, maybe like a color scheme or or 
make it more specific to like family. You could even incorporate like if you're working one on one, you could even incorporate like family pictures. Yeah, or, for a legacy project. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah, a legacy project. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Like imagine someone that is from Costa Rica have lived in the states um most of their life. Their kids maybe are from here, but they are they also identify with the Costa Rican culture and it will be a nice legacy mm-hmm. project to work through this song, see like what the either rewrite or and record for the for the family or mm-hmm. or do like a collage with pictures and stuff from Costa Rica that they know that they identify with and living in this. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And even last episode we were talking a lot about video production. So even like mm-hmm. making like a video montage or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh yeah, like a um um a collage of pictures from their families in mm-hmm. their family in Costa whenever they were in Costa Rica, if they have or or even just a collection of photos with uh, this song going in the background. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So many different things. I love yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> so one question I want to ask: um, Do you ever see yourself going back to Costa Rica to practice music therapy? Um, I think so. I, I I feel that I need still to gain a lot of experience. Like I I want to go back. I would love to go back. And even like I'm going back in December for New Year's, and I'm hoping to to do um, a talk uh, at a few places while I'm there. Just, um, I think Costa Rica is still in the process of um, getting to know the importance of music and the importance of um, just starting with music in general, of how important it is in our society, how important it is for everybody to, to be exposed mm. to it and, and to learn um and appreciate music um, that goes for classical music, um, for folk music too. Um, there is a lot that that still needs to be done in that area. And uh, right now, there are a few music therapists in Costa Rica that that are doing amazing work and educating people. They are doing um, talks. They are doing um, most of them, I believe, are working in private practices in. Um, I think that's definitely something that is in my head that I would love to go back. But I feel that um, I want to get as much experience as I can um, to be able to give back to my country, too, to, to be able to, to share what I do, explain what I do, and, and, and educate people about what music therapy is, what... Um, all the 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 benefits that that music can bring um to to our lives you know the i work with with hospice so i know when i see every day the importance of music in their lives not only um just to like a lot of people first in costa rica don't have any idea what music therapy is or like and and I would love to go back and, and share share what I do and I'm hoping that as I um, because I just started like 
I'm I'm new in the music therapy profession too, so I'm trying to to learn everything I can to to be able to to share that in Costa Rica and um, little by little. Um, I'm hoping that every time that I go back, that that I can uh, talk a little bit, share what I do with people, and start um, helping the other people that is in Costa Rica um, to to educate and and get the music therapy community going in there. So, Ugh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, there is a lot. I think, like, just like here, you know, there is so much here that we still need to, to, to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. we. I think every Definitely. day we are explaining to somebody, someone, what music therapy is. <laughs> and, uh, oh yeah. So, mm-hmm. so I think we all, we all um, identify with that, and um, I'm super happy that there, there are um, a few music therapists in Costa Rica doing doing a lot of great work and 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 working and growing the the understanding of music therapy and, and educating people. So I'm super happy of um, where we are right now and, and I know there is a lot more that is coming for, for the music therapy profession in Costa Rica too. So Yeah, and how cool would that be for you to, like, be a part of that, you know, the beginnings of it? Yes, um, yes. I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to, to sharing um, a little bit of what I am do what I do here um, when I go in, uh, to Costa Rica in December and hopefully little by little share share more and more. So. Awesome. And this is a great way to do that, too, you know? It's uh, just yeah. sharing. Yeah, the podcast. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. This is... Um, you know that the work that you guys do and that and, and this says a lot about um, your dedication and your mm-hmm. your love to the profession. So, so I'm I'm excited to how about all of this. Hmm. Well, thank you. Yeah, and thank you for sharing all of that with us and all of your dreams for Costa Rica and music therapy. Yeah, and, and good luck on your on your presentation. Thank you. Yeah. You're yeah. welcome. Well, uh, Marianella, thank you so much for introducing us to this song and to all these other artists. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for, for letting me share a little bit of my country with everybody. Of course. And it was so nice to yeah, talk to you again. It's been a while. I know. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, if for our listeners, if you didn't catch it, we all went to school together <laughs> at Texas <Yeah>. Women's <laughs> a while ago. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, thank you for coming on. Um, folks, we'll put all of this stuff in the show notes as well as um, actual lyrics and translation. Guys, don't forget that... Um, in correlation with all of our with our multicultural uh, venture, we are also going to South Africa in July 2020 <laughs> for uh, the World Music Therapy Congress and we a World Congress of Music Therapy, and um, we would love uh, some help and some support. So we have our Patreon. Um, patreon.com slash clinical populations and um, for five dollars you get session plans and bonus content for 20 you get uh 
uh, rolling merch. So you get merch every three months. Also, if you just purely buy a t-shirt from clinicalpopulations.threadless.com, you can also support. Um, and we're going to round out this episode by listening to Soitiko. Bye. 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 Soy tico porque llevo a Costa Rica en las entrañas Porque lloro cuando escucho una guitarra Cuando trema la marimba y con la puesta del sol Soy tico y si me asomo a la ventana Me cautiva la montaña y se me alegra el corazón Soy tico porque siento las canciones de mi tierra Porque vibro con la luna liberiana Caballito Nicoyano, la patriótica y pasión Soy tico y cuando miro la alborada El lamento del chigüirro me acelera la emoción Y cuando caen los fuertes aguaceros es como si yo fuera la semilla Me huele a tierra fértil el sendero Llenando de ilusión mi alma sencilla Soy tico porque cada vez que encuentro A un amigo forastero le demuestro mi calor Soy tico porque vivo enamorado y orgulloso de la tierra que ha inspirado mi canción Y cuando caen los fuertes aguaceros Es como si yo me huele a tierra fértil el sendero Llenando de ilusión mi alma sencilla Soy tico porque una guardia morada Me engalana la mirada y me impresiona de verdad Soy tico y si eso no te dice nada Yo te mostraré mi patria Dame la oportunidad